It's collection time, Charlie. Collection time. <laughs> We're doing reboots today. Talking a little bit about reboots. Um, basically, there's reboots going on left and right. And we're talking primarily Death Wish. Uh, we're using 1985's Part 3 because that was my favorite. And uh, comparing it to the 2018 version uh, with Bruce Willis. And we're basically just trying to highlight what we feel is a problem with reboots. Since you know, Death Wish was a five-parter. Starting in 1974, all the way through, I don't know, early 90s. And they decided to make a reboot in 2018, uh, which to me makes absolutely no sense. I don't really know who they were targeting besides a guy like me, but I still didn't watch it in theater. Yeah, and they also uh, made another reboot with, uh, I think, Kevin Bacon in like early 2000s or late 2000s. See, I don't even know. I don't, I don't, I don't it was know that. it was as bad as the Bruce Willis one, so <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's what we'll be doing today, and uh, just so you guys know, this is a OD stream, by the way. So yeah. your host Omar, Danny, yep, and uh, so let's um, we're gonna talk about Death Wish three first while drinking some Dirt Wolf IPAs. <laughs> yep, this from uh, Victory Brewery in uh, PA. It's uh, one of my favorite breweries, actually, but uh, we'll be talking now Death Wish 3. So I actually have some funny uh, little background on this movie. So this is one of my favorite all-time action movies. So uh, Michael Winner, he is the director of this. And this was uh, his quote, just so you have an idea of what kind of movie <laughs> this is. So um, this is his quote on part two, because he did parts one, two, and three. He wrote, that's what sequels are. are. Rocky, one, two, three. You don't see Sly Stallone move to the Congo and become a nurse. Here, the look of L.A. is what's different. Besides, rape doesn't date. What a weird... Uh... <laughs> yeah, so um, these movies had probably a lot of... A little too much rape. Yeah, uh, I would say know. so. Yeah, that was, uh, you know, especially compared to the 80s, I guess. You know, I mean, everything kind of flew. Um, so this guy, he was actually supposed to direct Captain America in 1990. Who? I didn't know that. I, mean, yeah. I didn't even know that existed. <laughs> so I looked up the movie, actually. Captain oh, nice. America. Okay. Uh, it made $10,000. And it actually is the same exact story as the modern day Captain America, where he fights Red Skull. So I, the whole movie's on YouTube. Nice. Um, so Bill from Bill and Ted is in Death Wish 3. Um, and his quote was, this movie's a total dogpile piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> And he stated that Charles Bronson took a private limo from his dressing room set, a uh, dressing room to the set, and he said it was about three feet apart. Oh, what a what a stud! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the movie was originally rated X. Um, Charles Bronson was sixty four at the time, and he used his own gun in this film, which was the Wilby Magnum. And uh, the creator of the gun actually is quoted uh, saying that every time the movie was aired on cable. The sales for that gun went up. Oh, great. (laughs) And uh, the, hey man, let me $5 scene is actually a real line from the 1984 New York City subway vigilantes uh, shootings. Was that in, uh, was that in part one or part three? Uh, That's where it's three. Okay. Where the guy's like, hey man, let me $5. Um, Yeah, so that gives you an idea of what this movie's about. Um, (laughs) So uh, that's where it's three. It's basically. A revenge flick uh, exploitation film in the 80s his friend charlie gets killed by three gang guys one of them is bill from bill and ted yeah 
and he's asleep on the couch actually and uh the giggler slaps him and he's like hey man stay awake while we kill this guy <laughs> great scene uh, the giggler the giggler man yeah so the giggler's this bad guy that laughs every time he does a crime i, I don't think he has a line in the movie I think that was his only line, honestly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right, actually. Okay. So then uh, Paul Kersey, who's Charles Bronson, you know, the main protagonist in this, he um, basically finds Charlie's dead. And then, uh, you know, before Charlie dies, he's like, take care of my things. And then he just collapses. Yeah. Um, so he gets arrested. The cops find Paul Kersey in his apartment. And then the chief of police cuts a deal with him and says, hey, man, kill the creeps on the street. And uh, you get a pass because he knows who he is from Death Switch 1 and 2. Yeah, so it's he has, I guess, a free car to shoot people. But he's like, oh, yeah, I know you. Uh, why don't you clean up our streets? Yeah. Just kind of funny and cool, actually. Yeah. But <laughs> exactly. And uh, the chief has, like, this weird fetish with cockroaches for the whole movie. Yeah, he keeps stepping on like, yeah, Then he has that smile up. when he, like, turns his foot and stuff. And there's, like, one scene where he actually squashes a cockroach with his hand. <laughs> and then he, like, rubs it on the couch. And I'm just like, I don't really know what this symbolizes. But <laughs> it just keeps going. Um, so then uh, Kersey, he finds out who the three guys are who killed uh, Charlie. Who's, it's pointed out by uh, some guy that lives in the apartment building, uh, Bennett. So Bennett ends up being, like, his buddy in the movie. Yeah. Um, so... Paul Kersey actually knows who the leader is of the gang from when he was in jail. They got into like a little fight and there's an epic scene, epic uh, quote there by uh, the bad guy. His name is Fraker, who's the leader of the gang. And uh, they get broken up in the fight and he's like, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to kill a little old lady just for you. Catch it on the six o'clock news. Uh, Yeah. Does he end up doing it? I didn't. He kills an old lady later in the movie, All right. and then he calls him up, and he's like, see, you got me mad, and then he hung up. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I do not remember that scene. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was like, I don't know what that was about. And then, um, so basically, I mean, that's the whole plot of the movie. So, Kersey finds out who the three guys are, he knows who the gang leader is, and he basically kills everyone. Yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't really target specific people. It just tur- ends up turning into like a town fight you know yeah. with like the residents defending their turf by this uh gang that gets like progressively more uh i guess aggressive as like yeah, charles bronson keeps killing people yeah yeah it gets uh the gang itself is actually like gets huge it's basically they call backup yeah it's basically world war three yeah. yeah so um <laughs> we're just gonna go through some notable scenes since i basically gave you the whole plot of the movie so um there's another character there his name is uh so, you know, he saves a lady in the parking lot, right? And uh, uh, so then the husband comes and he's like, hey, I'm Rodriguez. <laughs> Good old Rodriguez. Eh? Yeah. So um, there's a pipe shooter. Yeah, he has a little pipe gun, Rodriguez. Um, so his wife, uh, Paul Kersey, saved her. She ends up getting raped later yeah. and dies from a broken arm. Yeah, something blood clot, et cetera, et cetera. And that leads to a... Probably one of the worst, like, doctor lines ever. He's like, your wife has expired. (laughs) (laughs) Which, uh... Well, you gotta remember when the movie was made, you know? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know, man. (laughs) I think if a doctor told me that, I'd be pretty pissed. Um, So, um, Fraker, who's the bad guy, he just has, like, one-liners throughout the whole movie. He's just like, that wasn't smart. No, not too smart. Uh, Gives one of his bad guys speed, and he's like, 
Cuban's going to kill tonight. <laughs> um, and he also, towards the end of the movie, since they lost so many bad guys, he actually calls like the bad guy factory. Oh yeah, his biker uh, yeah. biker gang. Makes no sense. Yeah. They just show him like pick up the phone, and he's like, "Hey man, I need more guys." <laughs> and they all come rolling <laughs> in motorcycles with like you know like chains and bats. Meanwhile, there's like gunfire going on, which is stupid. Oh, and then some guy comes in like a vest of grenades, oh, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. he starts and passing like, them out. They're chewing it like the clip. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Uh, it's it's funny, too, because they come in with all these grenades, like, wanting to kill the townspeople, but all they do is, like, throw it into abandoned buildings. So, like, when they start fighting the, like, shooting at the cops, like, no one has any more grenades. No, yeah, no, no, no. It's bad. But mostly, like, the bad guys have, like, chains, though. Yeah. Like, and they whip people with it. It's, it's hilarious. So, um, they find out, uh, Charlie, who died in the beginning, he actually just has casually a 30 caliber machine gun just <laughs> hanging out in his closet. From World War Two. Um also um when the giggler when he gets shot in the back by uh Paul Kersey, there's like a funny celebration scene at the end of it. Oh yeah, all the uh, townspeople coming in. Yeah, they like, come oh. They're like, He's dead, he stole my pocketbook. <laughs> um and then uh there's a random love interest just thrown into the movie. The public defender or whatever. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. it's so so point. It, it, but they do go back to the point of like all the death wishes. I think have had like that love interest that like is calming him down, and he turns away from like the vigilante world, and then they die, and then he's like, "All right, I'm gonna go kill everyone again." And yeah, exactly. And the funny thing is, he's now that I know he's 64 during that movie. She's at least 30. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, it looked like his daughter. Yeah, like, and uh. Like, the one scene she's like, I feel like I don't even know you. <laughs> Cause because you don't. you don't. She literally just, like, walks up to him and, like, sleeps with him. Um, but she's just in there. I was cracking up, actually, when I watched this. So, um, she's, like, in the car because he goes in the store. Yeah. And she gets punched in the that, face. That scene was, like, kind of, uh, what, dark, maybe? Like, the guy just walks up, punches her in the face, knocks her, and then they push the car down the hill. <laughs> <laughs> they push the car down the hill. While she's knocked out, and it hits another car, yeah. and they just it both blows explode, <laughs> and they're the car's going like twenty five miles an hour. <laughs> yeah, it's a great scene. Uh, so yeah, uh, nice. You know, and Charles Bronson, Paul Kersey's like emotionless during it. Oh yeah. Um. So during the war, uh, so Bennett's store gets blown up. Uh. So uh, Paul Kersey actually gets a rocket launcher sent to him <laughs> in the mail by himself. He yeah. sends it to himself. Hey. It's- the 80s while kersey has that machine gun charlie's machine gun rodriguez is actually running with him holding a box of bullets <laughs> that's another good scene and then uh one of my favorite scenes is when two guys are shooting at charles bronson at point blank and like they oh. kind of stare at each other because they have no idea what's going on because uh. nothing's happening and then charles bronson just kills him and uh yeah i mean those are my notable scenes um, well you gotta talk about how it ends in the uh in his apartment oh uh, yeah i forgot yeah so um <laughs> it kind of ends similar to the 2018 death right like the bad guys in a room with him yeah the and final then, fight yeah the final fight and he like catches him off guard but then charles bronson blows him with <laughs> blows him up with the rocket launcher yeah so and then because uh, i guess he saves like the cop that originally like uh, locked him up and then frees him or whatever and then you know the main boss villain is there and then he uh yeah he Gets surprised and then shoots him with a yeah, yeah. rocket launcher. Point, bl- point and blank. And by the way, everyone in that room should have died. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was like a 
200 square foot like the funny apartment. Thing is the chief was like sitting right yeah, next right to next the to... bad guy so like you would think the collateral damage alone would just kill him oh yeah and he just kind of stands up and he's like thanks i owe you and yeah and then uh he's what his corpse is like on the ground in the street and then like all the bad guys are like nah nah we're out of here yeah. and everyone starts cheering they and just like, walk away no arrests were made yeah and the cop is like oh hey i'll give you a few minutes to get out of here and then Charles Bronson like walks away like super casual. Yeah, no, it's a it's a great scene. I think this is like a five star film though. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember watching it when I was younger, and it was as as awesome now as it was back then. But uh, oh, I yeah, guess streaming on Amazon. Yeah, yeah both of these are uh, on Amazon. But uh, I guess and then uh, so to so that was that movie. So then we're gonna talk about basically the new Death Wish with Bruce Willis. How that one plays out. So this one's like a reboot, right? Of the Deathwish one. Though. Yeah. So similar uh, story, similar everything, pretty much. They same name, Paul Kersey. They even have like that throw, like that throwback scene where he's like trying to tell the guy like how to spell his last name, and he's like spelling it incorrectly, and then you know, like cool Easter egg, I guess, for like three people. I don't know, but yeah. um. <laughs> <laughs> I always picked it up because I just saw Death Wish three. So yeah, you have to go back thirty, forty years to understand. Some yeah, of these references. and and instead of uh, him being like an architect, now he's a now he's a surgeon who. And that, I think that was just part of the whole tagline of the whole movie. It's like he he saves lives, but now he also takes them. Yeah, and yeah. and uh, then they show like that funny scene in the beginning where uh, kind of you know uh, they're like at a soccer game for his daughter, and then <laughs> the, the, then the uh, you know. They're over there watching his daughter. He's with his wife now. And then um, one one of the dads from, uh, I guess, the opposite team is, like, yelling. It's like, oh, this what the fuck, ref? Like, call that. And he's yeah. like, yo, relax. And then the guy just, like, loses his shit. He's about to, like, punch uh, Bruce in the face. And yeah. then his wife steps in. He's like, yeah, you better get your fucking wife to protect you. Yeah. And That gave me flashbacks of, like, coaching eighth grade basketball. Right? Yeah, I was going to say, I like when <laughs> I got through the water bottle across the, like, gymnasium. And it's like. Yeah, man, these parents are serious. So that actually was, like, pretty on point. <laughs> yeah. That I was... heard soccer is even worse. So, uh, <laughs> that but, was a good scene. But, yeah, so, uh, you know, blah, 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 that happens. The guy walks away after Bruce Willis is, like, he's, he played it off kind of cool. He's, like, you know, tell him to shut up and. Does like the silent like f you like yeah, yeah yeah um yeah but so he goes have like you know lunch with his daughter his wife and I guess his brother yeah uh, Wilson Fl- Fisk Wilson from Fisk, uh, Daredevil uh... Daredevil Full Metal Jack <laughs> he's a great actor though Denoff Denoff I feel like yeah they didn't really he I don't had know no role in this movie. I don't know why he was there he's yeah. he's like too good for this role he's also an S- one of the SVUs I think but oh, Law right. yeah okay <laughs> whatever anyway. So, uh, he's, they're having lunch. Everything's good. Uh, so yeah, they go to the valet to get their car. And then the wife says, uh, oh, we're going to be away at dinner at La Fonda. Yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to have dinner at La Fonda at like this, this time on this date, like out loud. (laughs) And then the, um, yeah, the valet (laughs) overhears gives them like a little look. And then goes to their car to pick, you know, to pick up their car to bring it back. And he takes a picture of their home address using like the GPS. And then, um, and then these, uh, three guys, I want to say. Yeah, three guys. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Bruce Willis gets called in. So like dinner's canceled because he has to go to work. Right? Yeah. So they, uh, so they end up breaking in. They, 
they uh they attack the wife and daughter the uh they separate them so the wife can open up the safe and the daughter is getting like tied up and of course there's like the one creep who's like oh hey like yeah, starts touching her, her leg yeah, and flashbacks of death wish three uh, yeah it was <laughs> thankfully less like there, there was no rape I think. yeah but <laughs> i ended up seeing the first one again and i'm like oh these these movies were a little rough back then but uh so yeah, you know, he starts like touching her a little bit and this one guy is like, hey man, we're not here for this, like settle down. He's like, come on, it'll be quick. <laughs> and then she, uh, the daughter ends up getting like a knife off the table and like slashes them in the face, throw her on the floor and then the wife kind of breaks free and then throws a, a pot of boiling, was it? Yeah, from because they were making like pasta or something. Yeah, so she she throws a. Oh, was that the word they were doing? Or I think so. They were co- they were cooking something. <laughs> I'm like, wait, so why were they getting dressed? But no, no, because uh, he went. They were supposed to go to La Fonda. Oh, so that's, right, how, right. that's how they robbed the place. God, they assumed yeah, okay. no one was home. But Bruce had to go do <laughs> surgery or something. So yeah, she the wife takes the boiling pot and throws it on the one guy's face, and then um, I guess they shoot her there. Yeah, yeah, and then. Uh, you know, the, I guess the the ringleader is like, ah, fuck it. And then they kill the daughter, too, because the one guy who gets the boiling water obviously takes off his mask. He's like, oh, now she can see you. So, yeah, um, yeah they go to the hospital. He gets, you know, Bruce Willis gets the call from the hospital saying, like, Yeah, because he's there doing surgery, and they're like, oh, like, your wife and kid are in, like, getting got hit or got shot. Yeah, and so he... Um, so the next scene, it's like uh, same thing, kind of throwback to the original one, where it's like, "Oh, your your wife is uh, expired." Expired. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it would have been great if they if they said that, like, "Hey, your wife expired." So yeah, they say you know the wife is uh, expired, and the um, your daughter is in a coma, and so yeah. So after that, you know, he's the scenes. His brother comes in, starts hanging out. The cops come in, and they kind of interview him. He. he <laughs> Hank from Breaking Bad. Oh, yeah, Hank from cops. Breaking Bad. That was his name, actually. Uh, <laughs> name <laughs> name Hank title. <laughs> yeah, we'll just call him Hank. Yeah. But, so, yeah, Hank comes in. He's, like, kind of, like, nonchalant. Like, ah, you know, we'll get them, maybe, I guess. But, you know, anything you can know and anything yeah. you can remember. It's like, this is Chicago. There's a lot of cases <laughs> like this. Yeah, yeah, So, um... The end. Thanks, guy. It, pretty much. So, but, uh, so he goes to the gun shop. Bethany's there. You know, yeah, doing yeah, doing Bethany. her doing her stuff. Uh, so then she tells him the process of like getting a gun. He's like, "Oh, you know, it'll take like three weeks." And apparently, that's like even that's scary, but that's too long. She's apparently, sign a paper. Yeah. So uh, Chicago got problems. Uh, uh, <laughs> but so uh, yeah, he he forgets about that. Then he goes back to work. Apparently, and then some you know gangbanger comes in on like the stretcher. He's working on him, and then he like drops a gun out of his pocket when yeah. he's like on the table. And Bruce Willis kicks the gun under the table. Yeah. No one sees this throughout the whole... There's like 12 people in the room. So yeah, then he starts... Uh, he, he finds like a dock somewhere. He starts practicing how to shoot. He looks at like YouTube videos on how to clean and assemble like a Glock. Yeah. I mean, which is believable though. Because like, I learned how to ride a motorcycle off, of you, off YouTube videos. So hey, I definitely can, any, can do anything off YouTube. Anything I don't know, I learn off YouTube yeah, pretty much. Pretty so much, yeah, <laughs> I would yeah. say that part's pretty... There, and there were like a few scenes in the movie where he like just youtubes it and then he learned like oh yeah, how to like how to destroy- open a safe. yeah or like how to destroy like uh like surveillance footage and he's yeah. like oh i just got a draw here and like so yeah, that was some- that was actually pretty funny like so uh yeah he starts practicing and so he's he's going out for like a i guess a midnight walk or something to kind of look for crime and then he finds like a, a, a carjacker 
trying to, you know, jack some car. And then he, uh, so he ends up getting into like a shootout with them. And then yeah, I think two, cool. two guys, I think, right? Yeah, yeah. He um, like shoots them. Well, they're like trying to drive off and he shoots the driver while he's driving off. It crashes. Yeah, he shoots him like in the throat. And then, he, yeah, yeah, then, and then uh, the one guy like stumbles out, like just shooting aimlessly. Oh, yeah, yeah, and he's, he's dazed. And he just came out and just shot him like in the face or whatever it was. Yeah. It's kind of cool. But, um, and then after that, he, uh, he sees the guy in the car. He's like bleeding from the neck and he's, he just finishes him off too. And he gets some, you know, a little cut on his hand from like the ricochet or whatever. So, uh, yeah. yeah. And then the funny thing was like <laughs> after that shooting, like all those memes popped out. Oh, were they good? Were the really Grim Reaper like, and stuff? Yeah. <laughs> so, like, they, it's like very 2018. So they have like, uh, memes of him like over the person shooting him and it says like when your friend uh, spoils game of thrones yeah, yeah, yeah. and i'm like yeah that's pretty accurate. well that the whole the whole time this was happening there's like some chick on the uh and like just like recording from like the window, the window like yeah, the yeah. ground floor window and like oh yeah that's totally like now yeah exactly <laughs> but, but uh in the 80s you could get away with blowing up a guy with a rocket launcher yeah because no one had a phone so no, they couldn't yeah. <laughs> so yeah all that happens you know he goes through like this supposedly internal struggle he like throws up a little bit maybe because he feels so bad i guess but then he like immediately feels like great about it yeah yeah he starts to get happy when he sees it on the news um so then from there you know he starts he starts hunting he uh he he treats some kid that gets brought into the er room and he tells him about the ice cream man yeah. He's like the local, you know, like drug dealer peddling to kids and stuff. So a uh, really cool scene where he like kind of goes there, like, you know, in his little hoodie as the Grim Reaper. Yeah, the and Grim then, uh, <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, are you the ice cream man? He's like, yeah, who are you? And he takes out the ice cream man, takes out his gun, and Bruce Willis is like, your last customer. Yeah, <laughs> and then the funny thing is then everyone robs the ice yeah, cream yeah, yeah. man once he's dead. It's like everyone just takes all They're like, yo, drugs. get that, get that. I think he was playing like, what was it? So, 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 whatever that song name is, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so after that, he really starts to kind of like get into it. Um, and at that point, you don't, he doesn't really know still who did anything, like the criminals that like killed his wife. Yeah, and, he's, he's not really like investigating it. He's just, he's like, just killing a vigilante. He, yeah, yeah, which is, he only kills like two people so far. Yeah, yeah it's not as much as part of <laughs> <laughs> It's like dozens. But, um, yeah, so from there, he, um, actually one of the guys, uh, the valet gets brought into the ER with like a gunshot wound and then he, um, ends up like defibrillating him. And um, I don't know if it killed him and he did it on purpose. No, or... I think he was like dead because he didn't know. And then he saw that he had his watch after. The oh, guy. he's like, oh, I know this guy. Yeah, I think so. Right. Like, yeah, yeah. So he had like the watch on that was like in his house. Safe. Yeah. So he uh, so he, you know, Paul Bruce uh, takes the guy's phone, unlocks it with his hand because he stole on like the ER table and stuff. And then he um, he starts to kind of backtrack. He finds out the he finds the picture of his G, of his home GPS, so he knows it was him for sure. Yeah. And then he kind of starts to call like his most recent buddies from his phone. And then um yeah, next scene they go to he finds the guy in the bodega in uh, like the yeah, bag yeah, with which the is bar. Like a storefront. Yeah, 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 for like, you know, Something I guess good. pawn shop. Yeah. But um so he goes there, shoot out, blah blah blah, kills the Kills the one guy because the other guy who comes in, one of the people who stole from him or killed yeah, his wife, yeah. ends it's up... It's like two of the three guys, right? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. How many guys were there originally? Well, there, there were... Four? There were... I think there were three guys, but in the last scene, the guy ends up bringing, like, goons. Okay. So, okay. um... So, yeah, he kills... He kills the guy who comes in to help. 
yeah, the, yeah. the pet you know the pawn star guy yeah after he gives him the information of like who shot his wife right he, he, like, yeah like oh i feel wait with the yeah it was like it wasn't joe gannon from the garage <laughs> he's like it's joe gannon. yeah and oh Bruce, so there like, were four yeah like, there were four guys then yeah, yeah, yeah okay, right so right. uh yeah he goes uh he gets information about like one of the other guys who got the boiled water to his face yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's he's at like a mechanic shop working on a car under the hood like you know on the ground and stuff and he just bruce willis like casually just walks over him and like super creepy and the guy's like yo get out of here before i whoop your ass yeah. meanwhile he doesn't move he's no, still he under move. there he's like, like hey, totally ex- totally exposed like, yeah i'd be a little afraid this guy's just wandering around oh my god yeah and then bruce willis uh whips him and then uh knocks him out and then he wakes up there's like a torture scene where he like cuts <laughs> open his leg yeah he gives him like uh drugs or like uh peroxide type he, stuff yeah and then he does the, yeah then he does like the uh i don't know something oil related on the wound or whatever to like cause immense pain because he knows because he's a surgeon and that's <laughs> so stupid but um so from there he gets the last guy's name and uh number and then he's like oh fists fish right yeah, yeah. Oh, fish, yeah fish, fish, fish. fish you don't find fish he finds you and i just like rolled my eyes yeah, so hard yeah. like it actually hurt this but i um, made like fraker look like a badass even though fraker <laughs> kind of just looked like the grown-up version of the redhead from sandlot yeah, yeah like, exactly <laughs> like, I, mean, like, he looked pretty, I was like this guy is like come on not for, it's supposed to be chicago like, he, he, yeah, he was like the lead dude. he had like and he had like a weird accent too like he was not threatening no, but they, no. it did lead to a cool like shootout scene in like a club in a club yeah in yeah. the bathroom where they like they both kind of like escape because neither of them has like the upper ground or the high ground yeah, yeah, yeah high ground <laughs> anakin but um <laughs> he's supposed to be the chosen one yeah right <laughs> but uh so yeah blah blah blah. that happens he uh, at this point like they're starting to get the the you know hank from uh, breaking bad starting to get an idea that it might be paul that's who's the vigilante he thinks it's his brother it's not his brother paul's like nursing his wounds the yeah. daughter wakes up from a coma he gets a call goes to the hospital to kind of you know oh before that though he has a great scene with his brother in the basement talking about like oh am i supposed to let these guys just walk away and he's i guess he's supposed to be crying but it just looks like he's like like tired, tired? I, yeah, yeah. Just, was, yeah a really like, stupid scene no. but it's like supposed to show like emotional conflict but there's just that's the problem like a lot of the filler scenes in this they're were so really bad yeah they're so bad like the whole you know the cop <laughs> scenes all that stuff you know yeah like meanwhile like the way i'm explaining this recap is the movie yeah no yeah, meanwhile it was an hour and 40 minutes yeah it's way too <laughs> yeah it could have been 45 minutes like episode <laughs> But uh, so yeah, he goes to the hospital. Daughter's out of the coma, brings her home. Um, sees fish on the in the elevator. Yeah, he's in the same hospital as I'm getting like healed from. His, Which like, is weird, to be, uh, yeah, because I'm pretty sure for like things like that, for gunshots, you're supposed to be like there's a procedure. Like you're not you're, you're supposed to be locked up for like you know like handcuffed first of all. Well, I think supposed he was to run supposed your... to be like. Uh, I think he was pretending to be just like a casualty in the audience, uh, like. Because I think there was like no evidence that he was the actual shooter. Uh, okay. But, yeah, I think that that's what I. Yeah, that's what I. I was, was like, said. I'm pretty sure there's like just procedures in place when you get shot. But I'm not a cop. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I'm like, yeah, he should have been like arrested or something. But no, yeah, he wasn't like yeah, the shooter. Yeah. So blah blah blah. He sees him in the elevator. He's like, oh, who's that? The daughter's like, who's that? He's like, oh, nobody or whatever. And then um, so yeah, Fish gets his goons to like go and uh, pretty much try and kill them when they're at the house, and then it leads to like this 
kind of cool house scene i actually would say so yeah you They're know the one dude off the stairs oh yeah he got <laughs> he got fucked up um yeah so you know these guys bruce willis knows it's like gonna happen so he sets it up blah blah, blah. the the brother leaves and then he puts the daughter in like a little like crawl space under the stairs and then he starts picking off the other two guys. He so Fish brought two other guys and yeah, goons, right. and he then probably uh, called the same number as Fraker. <laughs> like any more guys, they would have shown up in motorcycles yeah. though. Oh, yeah. But so yeah, so uh, yeah, uh, Bruce like picks off these two guys. Really cool scene. Like you know, one guy he like lures to the bathroom and shoots him right in the face, yeah, like in the yeah. side of the head. That and also like those scenes are pretty funny though because one guy was like shooting the bed because he made a lump <laughs> of pillows. Yeah. So the guy's like, oh yeah, you're obviously asleep. But then the shower's running, so he's like, oh wait. Oh, he's in the shower. He's in the shower. It's like, yeah, like sure at one point, like, get the, get the hint. Like, yeah. But <laughs> that is true. Like, unless you got Migos playing or something, and oh, you yeah. can't hear it on the speaker. You can't hear it but, but uh, so yeah, and then so the one guy's dead, and then Bruce Willis hides under the bed. The guy comes in like, "Oh, where is he?" And then Bruce Willis takes like his hand and controls the other guy's hand and shoots him from the floor. Oh god, that was, was so like, unnecessary. <laughs> I was like, it was cool, but I'm like, he could have just stood just in, the in the corner and shot him. <laughs> yeah, but exactly. it, it was it was a cool scene. And then he falls off the stairs and just gets oh, he lands head first. Oh yeah, that his was head like fractures open yeah that was like definitely like a watermelon or something that was yeah. just like <laughs> I mean, that was actually like pretty gory i was surprised I was um, like, oh, wow, nice. so yeah then he goes to the basement I, yeah he goes to the basement for whatever reason i guess looking for fish still yeah he must know fish is there and then um so fish like gets him shoots him in the arm or something and then um bruce willis you know fish is talking about like oh have you ever have you ever heard anyone burn alive yeah, like he's such a bad out. yeah and then he like turns away and then Bruce Willis like kicks this little cabinet trap gun storage yeah, compartment thing. Yeah. And then, which is weird. Like what? Whatever. Well, they average, it was in a commercial. <laughs> yeah. I remember that. In the movie, <laughs> but like. it's like, how you, how do you set it up exactly where you're going to, you know what I mean? It was just one of those like yeah, man, sur- surgeon precise, <laughs> precise. That's true. So, uh, yeah, he kicks this thing open, takes like a, like a legit machine gun and just like unloads on this guy. Oh, yeah. Um, then he says, yippee Kaye. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, that happens. Blah, blah, blah. Cops come. Yeah. That was the movie. An yeah. hour and 40 minutes worth. Well, you got it at the end of the movie though. He does. Um, oh he's my in God. New York, yeah. He's in New York city. Cause daughter goes to NYU and he sees like some guys steal like a handbag from like a suitcase thing. Would- and he does the finger point gun. <laughs> Like, like he's shooting him with his finger, and that's from uh, the original Death Wish, because that's how the original Death Wish ends. <laughs> so, like, I was like, oh, wait, now he's in New York. Yeah. You can remake Death Wish 3. Oh, great. That I would watch. I, actually, a modern Death Wish 3 with, like, uh, yeah, I would watch it. I, I would watch I it. wouldn't be happy, but I'd watch it. Uh. Yeah, and I think that's, that's kind of, like, the issue, I feel like, with reboots, because, you see, the Death Wish is, everyone kind of remembers mostly Death Wish 3. Oh, yeah. And then if you're going to reboot a whole franchise and you're kind of doing one that's made in 1974 and it's very <laughs> tame. I mean, he only kills like five, six guys. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Death Switch 3, the original death count, I actually looked it up, was 83. <laughs> Sounds about right. So, he uses like a light machine gun and like, kills a bunch of people. Yeah. So uh, right now you see reboots, comic book movies, and Disney's going to town now. Oh, um, yeah. Doing reboots of all their cartoons. Yeah, and it's and it's something to say like you know the the remake and reboot are kind of two separate things in a sense. Like you know, remake is 
essentially the same movie. Like, yeah. same plot, same character, same story, just, just updated. Like done a different, yeah, which I think Disney has almost gone a little too far. Yeah, I, w- I would say I have more... I'm more okay with, like, reboots. Because at least it's kind of... Uh, it's like restarting, like, you know, just like a franchise or a series or whatever. Like, uh, yeah, I think when people take just remakes, like, wor- like plot for plot, character for character, yeah. scene for scene, it's it kind of highlights the problem that people aren't creative anymore. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, like, right now you have, what, like, Child's Play coming out. Yeah. Um, I'm sure that's going to be similar. I don't think there's going to be any voodoo involved in this one. Uh, more like technology taking over, which is kind of cool. And like certain films, I guess it works because like technology now is upgraded. Yeah. But you have like a movie like RoboCop, like Death Wish, where it's the same premise. But back then in the 80s, like it made sense because crime was at an all time high. Yeah, exactly. Like those type of things does not fly right now. But yeah, exactly. Like this movie would not like, it's just not relatable now because it's like some guy with a phone is just going to catch this guy in like 10 minutes and then he's going to get arrested. Like, it's not like, yeah, he wouldn't be like made a hero. Yeah, exactly. In the original movies. And, and then, yeah. And you know, there's, there's definitely like good, good ways to make, uh, I would say reboots and like remakes. Like take like planet for the, uh, of the apes. Like that was, that was an awesome reboot as far as the three movies. Because they they brought back kind of like I didn't like the original per se, but they brought back an an original premise and made it interesting and modern and yeah. actually did much better than what was back then. You oh know? yeah, yeah, because they actually gave it like a whole back. It's almost like you know the story of how it became. Yeah, exactly. You know? Which was cool because it was almost like a different take, but with the same world building. Yeah, and and then you know you have a similar thing like like uh, King Kong, for example, which is good because now it's like modern. It's not like claymation, Clay- like you know, exactly. like yeah, or yeah, just yeah. like super awful, like stilted acting. It's but then you know they have like the bad remakes and bad reboots where it they have all the money in the world. Like I kind of would use like some of the. Like the Spider-Man movies, all the reboots. Like how yeah, many Spider-Man movies have there been, been in the last? It's gonna be like eight now. Yeah, and I don't know, twelve years, thirteen. It's, yeah. If they're gonna stick to a certain type of lore or world or background or whatever, they should really try to expand on it, or maybe like touch places that were like, you know, oh, this is a character that we like introduced in one movie. And that was it. There's nothing. No one knows anything about him. Make a movie about him yeah, or something yeah, yeah. at least. I got a list of reboots here. Um, this is just some that I found. I mean, there's like a million of them. That, like, to me, they make no sense. So you have Bloodsport. Um, <laughs> like, why? You have Candyman. You have The Blob. Blade. The Birds. Which I guess is like the silence. So, you know, they should just stop now. Uh, Big Trouble in Little China. Ooh. Uh, you have Charlie's Angels. Um, Cliffhanger. With Stallone. Like, why remake something it's, like it's that? Like, those movies are so it's, bad. It's just one of those things where, like... And, you know, I would argue some of those are pretty good. Uh, <laughs> but, like, but, for the time... But, but, but I would say, like, there's no need to remake them. Because, like, either good or bad, they're they're perfectly watchable. And, like, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm totally a fan of, like, introducing kind of, you know, a new generation to, yeah. like, movies that maybe we loved back in the day. Or just, like... But not that much where I want to see a remake. I don't know. I think it's definitely kind of we're in a place where there's a lack of creativity. I don't know if it's both like just at a laziness or 
just people aren't creative anymore yeah. as they were back then. Yeah. So um, I guess just to add to it, we're going to do our Oscar debate section. Yeah. Where uh, we're actually going to do this, is like the reboot edition. We're going to pick a film that does it better. And uh, so mm-hmm. first question, first award, uh, best action scene. Danny, what do you have? Death Wish 3. The whole town scene. The whole when town. Yeah, when they're getting... Uh, it, it basically turns into like the villagers versus you know the bad guy factory yeah, coming yeah. in. Oh, um, yeah. It was awesome. It was yeah. like 20-something minutes. And it was just, you know, Rodriguez holding like the ammo in yeah, a little yeah. box. For That's Charles actually Bronson. like my favorite part of the whole movie. Yeah. Is Rodriguez following him around <laughs> holding a box of ammo. And then and he's just like, hey, man, we out. And, and then, then he uses his little pipe gun. I'm like, you couldn't give this guy like... like even like a like a melee weapon would have been better than that. But no, yeah, yeah, I know. Like, yeah. No, all right. So no, next award, uh, best one liner. So I named a bunch myself. But what what was your favorite? I, I actually picked um, the Bruce Willis one for this, just okay. because it was they were so bad. I have two, uh, option of two. Okay. One was the uh, the whole ice cream man scene. Where he's like, man oh, who are good. you? He's like, your last customer. Da, 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 da. Yeah, and yeah. um the one where he uh kills the mechanic and he's like oh you're not gonna kill me and he's like no but jack, jack will and then he pulls the chain that's holding up the jack of the car <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was in like every single every trailer, trailer. Yeah, that, i couldn't pick that one for that reason but, but um yeah i liked it <laughs> yeah no i uh i actually picked uh, yeah i kind of had one each movie because i did like some of the one-liners of 2018 but uh i like the one in death wish 3 when he's like uh, Bennett is like, oh, whose car is that? And like, why'd you get it? And uh, Charles Bronson's like, bait. <laughs> and then uh, another one where, back to ice cream, uh, Death Wish 3, though, he's like, Paul Kersey, you know, he gets a Nikon camera because he's trying to hunt down the Giggler because <laughs> Giggler's so fast. So he gets a Nikon camera, puts it around his bag. And Bennett's like, where are you going? And he's like, I'm going out for some ice cream. This is America, isn't it? And then he goes on to fucking shoot the giggler in the back. I just love that scene too because like the giggler sees him and he's like, you know, he whips out the the, the Nikon camera, well, puts it over his shoulder, and then and then yeah, he's eating like a, this block of ice cream, and the giggler just like does one of those like, ah, is he serious? Yeah, it's like, gonna be easy. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah, that so was good. that was good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so next award, uh, which movie has the better gang? Uh, this one's like easy. Death Wish Three. The, yeah. the 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 2018 like the gang was not exi- they, they didn't even know like half of them didn't know each other either when you find out throughout the story and yeah, stuff yeah. but uh yeah death wars three there's you know they have like this creepy ass like leader who's leading a bunch of like cokeheads and like you know it's basically like the axis powers yeah, like, yeah exactly like a thousand guys like <laughs> With, yeah. you know access to the bad guy factory oh, and yeah, stuff yeah. like it was... I, mean, I wish i could call like you think denarius after last episode is calling up the bad guy factory right now like hey we need more guys oh yeah of course because somehow when they zoomed out and they showed like six people they're gonna be like oh how many people do we have left oh you know like twenty thousand or whatever yeah, but yeah bad guy factory. That, yeah exactly. that's the answer for all this another drag comes out but <laughs> all right so i have um next award for creepiest character <laughs> giggler the giggler <laughs> Dude, it's it's some like tall weird looking guy that giggles most of the day like he, he giggles when he runs he giggles when he commits crimes i would consider him pretty creepy yeah, yeah. you know for me i actually picked the uncle in 2018 wilson fisk <laughs> because uh i always the whole movie uh, Danny didn't mention this, but when they're at the restaurant in the beginning, he asked Bruce Willis for two thousand dollars, 
he's like, hey, can I borrow two thousand bucks? And he, then he's a later on in the movie, when the guys are robbing the house, you find out that there's two thousand dollars in the safe. And then later in the film, his brother pays him back the two thousand. So uh-huh. the whole time they were, it almost felt like the movie was incomplete. Like they were setting it up that like his brother hired these guys to rob oh, him, and, and it, it was like a robbery gone bad. Yeah. But then it almost looked like they kind of went away from it because like they didn't want to like commit, and they were like, ah, never mind. Let's just like. Yeah, because he was like totally out of place the whole movie. He's very pointless, and he was like creepy as fuck. Like he was always like looking behind corners at like to see if like the daughter was gonna wake up from the coma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was just like, this guy has. I didn't to be really think it. about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, to me, he was the creepiest one. I just felt like the movie was a little incomplete. Okay, I see that. Yeah, it's yeah. creepy in a different way. Okay. Yeah, 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 deep diving over deep here. Deep dive. Yeah, <laughs> hey man, two thousand dollars had me wondering. So um. All right, next award, worst acting scene. Oh God, um, the 2018 <laughs> Bruce Willis. 2018, wow. When, uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> when uh, so after this whole thing, and then the the brother finds out that Bruce Willis is the one doing all these things. That like exchange of like supposed emotion between the two, and Bruce Willis is like, you know, doing this whole like, oh, I can't believe like, <laughs> what am I supposed to do? I'm supposed to let them run free and not do anything. Yeah, and he's like trying to cry, strife. but he's not like, yeah, yeah that's that's my worst. Ah. Yeah. Well, I had a a few in Death Wish three, but <laughs> just <laughs> a movie the besides movie. the yeah, acting. Yeah. So I actually have like one scene. So. um it was when uh, the police chief had, uh, after the death of Charlie, had Paul Kersey in the prison. Oh. And I have, like, the dialogue here. <laughs> so, uh, it's actually pretty funny. So, the chief has Paul Kersey there, and he's, like, finding out who he is. And he's like, so this is the chief. His name is Richard Stryker. Not that it matters. Uh, he's like, I have a theory. If I'm right, after L.A., you turn pro. And then he looks at these newspaper clippings, like, sitting on his table. And then uh, the chief is like, six creeps shot dead in a week. Four gang members killed in Kansas City. He's like, I don't like creeps any more than you do, but I can't do anything about them. See, I'm a cop, but you, you shoot him. And then Paul Kersey's like, do you always violate people's constitutional rights? <laughs> so the chief is like, well, this is my jail, Kersey, and I'm the law. That means I get to violate your constitutional rights. And then he punches him in the face. Oh, and then, and isn't that when he kicks him back yeah. or whatever in the stomach? Kersey, like, kicks him, and then they just break him up. Yeah. Oh, dude, that scene... I, I remember, I do remember laughing because it's like in, in, in most, I feel like in most movies nowadays, you would see a scene like that and the cop would like beat the, in, you know, the prisoner and like that's it. Yeah. Only Charles Bronson would like kick the guy in yeah. the stomach back. He kicks the cop, yeah. <laughs> that was so good. I, I'm like cracking over it. Right? Just thinking about it. But, <laughs> good scene. All right. So, um, next award. Uh, so this one's for it all right here. Better yeah. performance. Bronson or Willis? Bronson. Bronson. Yeah, I picked Bronson too. I, I will say, uh, Bruce Willis was like, he plays like a, a good, creepy, like, if, if they do make like a new one with him or whatever, like, and he just kind of plays like a systematic, like, killer kind of guy, you know, vigilante. Yeah. He's, he was cool. You know, he's very like calculated and this and that, but like, I don't know. You can't be kind of like Charles Bronson for the same exact movie. It's, yeah, it's just, it's tough. Yeah. It's hard to like live up to, especially like he brought his own fucking gun to the movie. Yeah. Once I read more about it, I was like, <laughs> and, we, and we have, you know, four other movies of him, you know, same series that kind of like, 
to like have a visual on and you know one and two he was pretty cool and like I'm yeah, not, yeah. not good actor but like <laughs> no i agree i mean i actually thought like bruce willis was like a good like choice for the movie though like i couldn't have thought of anyone else for the movie like he actually played a good this is still Bacon, hard to, apparently no well, it's not the, I don't even know if that movie exists. Maybe I, it, like I, just disappeared. We, we, we gotta. We gotta I'll, I'll show it to you after. We can watch that in the Captain America 1990s version together. Ooh, yeah, yeah we gotta watch yeah. it. The Red Skull in that actually looks better than the <laughs> new one. It's like pretty fun. It's like the same outfit. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, some guy in red face. Like <laughs> it's hilarious. But yeah, the, those are our awards. So um, as you can see, like we pretty much picked up Switch three for most of them. Uh, but uh, we'll see more reboots. I'm sure. Yeah, this it's kind of interesting to kind of dissect both of them. Uh, yeah, to talk about both. And, you know, I mean, they're all on Amazon. Feel free to check them out. And uh, if you agree with us, make sure you hit us up. Yeah. You know, Instagram, Twitter, email. It's on the last episode. Yeah. Uh, OD underscore stream. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah there you go. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll post more uh, random pictures. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, check us out. All right, guys. Next episode will be up. Probably in a few days. Yeah. We won't take a long hiatus like last time. You know? That's why this one's extra long. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, guys. Have a good one.